Monet at the Denver Art Museum, Escape to Margaritaville, The Mile High Tree, Zoo Lights, Denver Central Market, Union Station, Fireworks. There is so much to see and do this holiday season. Welcome to Mouthful. I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Mouthful is a podcast about food, culture, and the makers in the world. On this episode, I talk with Jane Buck with Visit Denver, and later on, we'll visit with Deanne French from Gaylord Rockies. Mouthful is sponsored by ccfdocumentation.com. Let CCF develop your e-learning or instructional video training. From training assessment to course creation and LMS administration, CCF is your one-stop training resource. Check them out at ccfdocumentation.com. There is so much to do in Denver over the holidays. That's the reason I asked Jane Buck with Visit Denver to join me today. During the interview, we didn't get to half the things that are happening around Denver, Colorado. Jane and I will give it our best shot to get everything in. Well, happy holidays, Jane, and I'm here with you today because if you can't find something to do in Denver or Colorado, you're not looking. So I don't know where to begin. Where would you like to begin on what to do in Denver this week? Well, I think I have to begin with the newest addition to the holiday attractions, and that is the Mile High Tree in Sculpture Park at the Denver Performing Arts Complex, which is open every night for free, and it has beautiful lights and music shows every 15 minutes. So you can walk through the tree, you can look up inside the tree, and you can enjoy the views outside the tree where the dancing lights go with the music. It's quite amazing. And is this new this year? Brand new. So it's another attraction added to the grand array of all those Mile High Holidays events that we can talk about. Tell me a little bit more about the tree. It just fascinates me. I'm sitting here on your website to find out more about it. So you go down there and there's a light show. You go to the Performing Arts Complex Mm -hmm. and you, in the Sculpture Park, which is that beautiful area in the as you walk all the way through the Galleria. It's 110 feet tall. It was built in the park with lots of exciting helpers, um, little elves, I suppose you might say, <laughs> building it. And then the light show was designed by a company in Spain and produced here. And we have all kinds of event management and lots of great people helping us to help the customers coming to the performing arts complex to know how to get there. There's a bar that's set up on Thursday through Sundays so people can have hot chocolate or something for the adults and just enjoy a holiday spirit atmosphere. And it's it's sort of, it's a symbol of everything in the city, really. We have lots of great light displays and we have lots of great events and performing arts, but this is just an icon that can get you in the mood. And how long does it go through? It actually is going to stay lit through January 31st, but on New Year's Eve, it's going to become a new Colorado featured artist show. So the light show and the music will change, and it'll be a brand new program until people should come back or come for the first time if they didn't get in, get there before January or December 31st. So it's kind of like our very own dancing fountains at the Bellagio. We have a tree now. Absolutely. We have a tree, and it'll come back next year, and it'll be an amazing annual icon and fun activity that's very easy for everyone to access. 
So we visited the tree. Now, where else do we go after going to the tree? Well, there are lots of other light displays. You know, we have the city and county building. We have Denver Union Station. There's lights around the downtown area wherever you walk. And then Night Lights Denver is the projected 3D mapping on the DNF clock tower, which is new this year as well. And that happens Thursday through Saturdays in the evenings through the um, end of the month as well. So that's kind of a fun walking tour you can do downtown and just see lots of Larimer Square, of course, is always festive. So I would do that. But then the Blossoms of Light goes all the way through January 3rd. And Zoo Lights goes through the 30th. So there's still time to get your timed tickets to go see those amazing light displays as well. And the nice thing about Blossoms of Light, you get to walk through it. And the Zoo Lights also. Yeah, those are great family activities. Very, again, all ages can enjoy them. And that's why we felt that the tree was a good addition. It's that same sort of thing where you can be with friends and family of all different ages and enjoy it. And the music is multicultural, so we're going to have some very fun activities, I must say. And tell me about some of the performances that are happening around Denver. Well, you mentioned and we, before we got on the air, about Escape to Margaritaville, yes. which is kind of a fun thing to do for the holidays because it certainly takes you to a warm place <laughs> and is whimsical and uh, fun for, uh, for lots Buffett. of folks. Um, then there's also Camp Christmas that continues quite a while through the holidays as well, and that's at the Stanley Marketplace. And it's a immersive experience, kind of wacky fun. Um, and I think that's also put on by the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. And then we, of course, have... The, the Nutcracker continues through the end of the month or close to the end of the month. And the other things that I think people should remember is that there's still some great exhibitions, art exhibitions in our museums to see. So if you haven't been yet to the beer here at History Colorado Center, that's all about brewing in Colorado, and I think people visiting might enjoy that. And then the science behind Pixar is it's not just for children. It's actually an adult and family activity where you learn about the secret of some of those animations. That's really fun. And that's at the Museum of Nature and Science. And then, of course, the ever-famous and popular Monet, Claude Monet exhibition at the Denver Art Museum. There are still tickets available, as we understand. You do have to plan ahead, but it's going to be there till February 2nd, so get your tickets now. Now, if people want more information to help kind of plan out what they're going to do for the holiday, where do they go? Well, milehighholidays.com has everything that you would need to know. And if you're still doing that last-minute shopping, I mentioned museums. Well, guess what? Those museum gift shops and even the zoo gift shop and some of our attractions have amazing last-minute gift-giving ideas. Well, and the Botanic Gardens has a lovely gift shop. Yes, I love theirs, yes. It's really nice. A unique gift shop that I just discovered is at the Source Hotel. I don't know if you've managed to get to that one yet. Yes, well, you know, that's another thing that one could do on an afternoon is explore some of our new food halls, food markets, because there's Broadway and Denver Central Market and the Source Hotel and Market, and they all have unique little shops within the eateries that they're um, featuring. So it's a fun afternoon to do that or start with lunch and, and do some fun stuff. And the Dairy Block 
in downtown also has holiday lights, and that's another place that's almost like a market because the milk market has all kinds of different food. You can choose whatever you like and then join together and have something to eat and do some shopping. There's some unique little boutiques in that area. So I would encourage people to explore some of our markets and and things like the Dairy Block. And they just opened a new market in Edgewater. Yes, I heard about that. Yes. And so it's just not in downtown Denver. It's all around Denver right now. Absolutely. So, yeah, those are really great opportunities. And then, of course, we have to get ready for New Year's Eve. We can't forget. (laughs) No, we can't. We can make plans. There's hotel deals on our website before New Year's Eve, and there's New Year's Eve packages and rates and parties and activities to participate in. But I'd have to point out a couple of really traditional ones that we don't want to forget, and that is take the kids to the Children's Museum for New Year's Eve. It's always so much fun to watch the littlest ones um, enjoy that day. And then the Night in Vienna by the Colorado Symphony is a classic. And, of course, two fireworks shows. I I usually don't make it all the way to midnight, but the (laughs) 9 o'clock show is awesome. And then there's the midnight show for the late-night crowd, and that'll be awesome on New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve is so magical, especially when it's downtown with the fireworks. Absolutely. And, you know, we also have the Mile High Tree lit that night, so you can have an early look at the tree and then go to the fireworks or do it in between the two shows and, and see the tree if you haven't seen the Mile High Tree yet. Now, before and after Christmas, what are some places that people can visit to kind of relieve their pocketbook of some money? <laughs> well, as I said, those all those exhibitions are going after Christmas as well. And we've got so many great restaurants to explore. There's a lot of um, music in the evenings from jazz clubs to, as I said, some of those performing arts activities in the complex here and throughout the city. There's there's great things to see and do in terms of performing arts. But I guess I, I kind of think that when you think about after Christmas, you shouldn't forget that National Western Stock Show is coming up starting on January 11th. And that's a great tradition for this region as well. We, we should support them. And there's shopping there and there's fun food and great uh, kids' activities. And then, of course, the quintessential rodeos every day. Right, the mutton busting. <laughs> mutton busting, all, uh, the bull riding, and um, the horse shows, some of those, the dancing horses, is so beautiful. So I know that there's something for everyone in, in that time frame. So that makes January a little less um, wintry, I guess is the best way to say <laughs> a it. A little less daunting. Can, yeah, we can uh, go out and enjoy some other activities that month. Tell me some other things that are going on in Denver the week of Christmas. Okay. We have, as I said, Camp Christmas at the Stanley, The Nutcracker of Colorado Ballet is still there. Oh, Twelfth Night is is playing in the theater complex. We also have, oh, I forgot the ice skating rink. Oh, my gosh, free ice skating. We can't forget that. That's right Right. downtown at the clock tower as well. And there's also one at DIA that people can take the, the train out to and do ice skating at DIA. Yes. I mean, they have fun activities throughout the year, so that's a great idea. And take the train. Enjoy the train. Kids all love to ride on trains, (laughs) so that would just be part of the fun. Um, We also have the Extreme Sports Exhibition at the Denver Museum of Nature and Science, and families love that, too, because it really gives you the inside scoop on how our minds and bodies and athletes work together. So that's really an interesting exhibition. Um, And then, of course, there's always those after 
Christmas bargains that you can do at all of our shopping areas. So don't forget to shop local. Go to the neighborhoods. Go to Cherry Creek and all the shops around the Cherry Creek Shopping Center as well as all of our neighborhoods, South Gaylord, South Pearl, Highlands, Art District on Santa Fe. There's galleries and fun little hidden gems there. And, of course, Rhino has its own style of boutiques and galleries too. So I think there's some really fun things to do. And I always promote shop local. I always like going into those little shops and getting the little pieces of jewelry. Or Mm -hmm. the other day I actually visited a little shop up in Brighton and bought locally made jam. I don't know who's getting it. I don't know if I'm going to eat it. But I'm like, oh, I just need this. So I'm always a big proponent of going to these little shops and boutiques and finding unique items. And just to tease a little bit ahead, after Escape to Margaritaville closes... We can look forward to summer, the Donna Summer musical. Yes, there's some really interesting, and Rent is coming in the in the next in the first quarter. So there's a lot of great theater and Broadway shows that are going to be coming through, um, starting right away in January. And don't forget SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. I saw that. <laughs> I don't, have, you, have you physically? So have you actually seen it, or you no, saw I that it it's going? coming? I haven't physically seen it, but well, I'm pretty excited about it. Well, I have, and I would like to say that I I suggest people see it. It's very bright, it's very whimsical, and it's very funny. And it's people kind of dress like the characters, but they're more human like. So I would suggest seeing SpongeBob. Yeah, they always do a great job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they these shows really make- do make everything seem so amazing. So I love to go see that. Uh, we're, we're lucky to have such great quality of local performances, but then also these touring shows make just a big difference to the options for all ages, really. And it's a great way to teach children about the benefits of seeing performing arts. And if people are interested in a hotel package or more information about New Year's Eve and some of the things coming up, where do they go to? Again, milehighholidays.com. There's hotel packages. There's New Year's Eve hotels. There's all the information about any of the events that you're interested in. And we have links to get tickets for any of these performances that I've mentioned, as well as your time ticket to see some of those holiday light displays. So make your plans now. Bring those family and friends and enjoy getting the holiday spirit even if it's right after the holidays. And there are so many things that are still open after Christmas. One thing I like to visit after the holidays is the Molly Brown House. Yes. I mean, all of our attractions are still amazing options. Like I said, History Colorado Center and the Molly Brown House and the Kirkland Museum of Fine and Decorative Art, which many people haven't seen yet, the Clifford Still Museum, of course, The Botanic Gardens, even during the day, is a beautiful walk on a beautiful winter day. So there's some beautiful places to go, regardless of the holiday festivities. And Jane, before I let you go, I'd really like to talk about this unique experience out at Bandemere and Waterworld, Christmas in Color. Can you tell me what that is? Well, it's a great display. Again, we have so many creative people in this area that now we have a place you can drive through and listen to music with a lights display. You listen to the music on your radio and you drive through the lights display. It's awesome. Another unique experience right here in Denver, Colorado. 
we're not doing it any justice right now on how much is out there to do in Denver metro area. So if they want more information, tell me the website they can go to. MileHighHolidays.com has a searchable calendar. It has hotel deals. It has lots of highlighted events that are the big events. So you can find out more about the Mile High Tree and all the events happening throughout this season. Thank you to Jane Buck with Visit Denver. To find out more about holiday events, please visit MileHighHolidays.com. My personal plans for the holidays is to visit Maggiano's, which is the most magical restaurant at the holiday season. The Cursed Kindle Market, Union Station, the Mile High Tree, Escape to Margaritaville, I'll Be the One in the Shark Dress, Denver Central Market, for the best fish market in Denver, by the way, and a trip to the Monet exhibit at the Denver Art Museum. I'm going to need to go back to work just to rest. Like I said, there is so much to do in Denver over the holidays. One of the places to visit is Gaylord Rockies. Haven't heard of it? Want to know more about it? Here is D.N. French with Gaylord Rockies to talk about the holiday events at the Gaylord Rockies. One of the things I noticed about when we came here, all of the employees have the state that they're from on their on their they do on their name tag Uh it's uh where are you from so it's your city and state where you it's interesting some people put where they were born and raised some people put the state that they last lived in Uh Um, but it really helps start a conversation as our stars which is what we call our employees our stars are engaging with guests it uh, helps with some conversation sometimes and how many employees do you have here we have a little over 1500 because when we drove in, I kind of drove in in the back, and I'm going, I bet these are all the employees. But that's amazing. And is that year-round that you have that, or we is do. it seasonal? Um, we do. Year-round, we have 1,501 guest rooms and 500,000 square feet of meeting space. So we need a lot of stars to work the events and clean rooms and <laughs> feed people and cook mm-hmm. the food and all the other things that go on behind the scenes. Well, we kind of just jumped in talking. Tell me about the Gaylord Rockies. Tell me what it is. I know people hear about it and they'll drive by and they're like, can we go there? We don't have to be at a convention. Do we have to stay the night? Tell us about Gaylord Rockies. So Gaylord Rockies, we opened a year ago in December. We are a resort and convention hotel. We're the largest combined resort and convention hotel in the state of Colorado. So a large part of our business is convention groups, but we do a lot of leisure vet visits as well. And leisure visitors will come from all over Colorado, Texas, you know, really anywhere where they want to come and visit the Denver area. And they come here, we have eight dining options for them. We have our water activities. We have an indoor pool, indoor lap pool, outdoor pool, lazy river outside. So a lot of fun things that people can do when they're here if they're not here for a convention. Can people come and use the water park? If they're not staying Unfortun- here? Unfortunately not. The only oh, okay. Everything else is open to the public. The only thing that is not open to the general public is our water activities, and that is reserved just for our guests. So if they stay here? Absolutely. If they okay. stay here, they can go to the water, water park, and they can uh, enjoy those facilities. And we also have um, a full spa. Right. Spa, <laughs> Relash Spa, facials, uh, massage, nails, mm-hmm. hair full service. Nice. And you can come and partake of that and not stay, correct? That is correct. You oh, can visit Relash Spa if you're not a guest. I that because I yes. love coming to the spa. It's and, one and of my we, favorite things to do. We actually have spa memberships as well. 
Wow, that's that's awesome. I'll have to look into that. Definitely look you into should. that. You should. We would love to have you. <laughs> well, tell people where Gaylord Rockies is located. So Gaylord Rockies is located in Aurora, Colorado, and we are about nine miles from Denver International Airport. We sit just off of E-470 on 64th, so E-470, 64th, and Tower Road. Well, what I found in fascinating is I'm here today to attend kind of a sneak preview of your Christmas holiday presentations and when you were up there doing your presentation you were talking about all the other Gaylord properties and mm -hmm. how many of Gaylord properties are there? There are five Gaylord properties. We are the fifth. We opened last year. There is Gaylord Opryland in Nashville. There's Gaylord Texan in Grapevine, Texas. There's Gaylord Palms in Kissimmee, Florida. There is Gaylord National in National Harbor. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's absolutely and, amazing. I don't know why I'm fascinated with that. And they all do a big Christmas event at their resorts. So this is the second Christmas event you've had here? Actually, we had a small offering of Christmas mm -hmm. last year. We did not have ice um, and we did not have Cirque Dreams. The, the larger activations we did not do last year because we didn't open until November, I'm oh, sorry, okay. December 18th. But we did have light last year and we mm -hmm. had a holiday tree. So we had some things, but nothing compared to what we're doing this year. Yeah, I know I drove by here last holiday season and I could see the lights mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't know if I can go there yet. And I think you guys were opening as you were working on it. Because you said you didn't open until December 18th. December 18th, right? correct. And so I would drive by when you guys were kind of setting everything up. Oh, and you up. could see the lights before it we were open. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So we're here to talk about this year's Christmas activations, as you call them. So which one would you like to start with first? Well, let's just start with the, the overarching Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Okay. Um, so Christmas at Gaylord Rockies, we really have four anchor events. Our one anchor is ice featuring Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and that is two million pounds of ice carved into scenes from the iconic Christmas story, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And the ice carvings are kept in a tent that is cooled to nine degrees, and it's a walk-through attraction where you see all of the, the carvings. They're all hand-carved. They're beautiful. Um, we have 40 artisans from Harbin, China that are here, and they're carving away and they will present this amazing exhibit. In addition to the scenes from Rudolph, we also have a nativity as you exit the, the experience and it's in clear ice. It's beautiful. And you also have an ice slide. We do. Inside of the ice tent, there are four ice slides. It's, they're in the ice slide room. There are two larger slides and two smaller slides. And when you're in the ice tent, you can slide as much and as often as you want. <laughs> um, but it, it is nine degrees in there, so right. you, you may not be in there for, for an extensive period of time. And do you offer coats to people as they go in? Yes. Everyone gets a, a blue parka. And if you decline to wear the blue parka, we highly encourage you do, but um, you do have to have the blue parka on to partake in the ice slides. Well, I know today it's cold outside mm -hmm. in Denver, and all of us did wear coats and the Correct. other coat in, so I can attest that it's going to be very cold it in is, there. It is crisp, yes. It's very crisp. <laughs> what are some other activations that are happening? So the other big event that we're having, Cirque Dreams Holidays, it's a 75-minute stage performance. It will be in the Bubbly Theater here at the 
hotel and it is an in the round experience and Cirque Dreams Holidays is a uh, performance. It is created and directed by Neil Goldberg and it is aerialists, jugglers, with a whole holiday theme and story. Um, I, I know it's a podcast, but I wish you could see some of the, the costumes because well, they're- Well, I did take some of the pictures, oh, so fantastic. I'll post that. I'll they're, post those They're people. amazing, all handmade. Um, so I think people will really enjoy that. Now, this is off of Broadway, correct? Am I, was I- um, uh, Neil, the, the director, Neil Goldberg, is mm-hmm. a Broadway director. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's, is this part of Cirque du Soleil? Or is it is it, not. Because I know there's another... Correct. Cirque yeah. Dreams Holidays is its own entity. And does it travel around, or did you there commission are, them just to come here? We have them here this year, but they also have other shows that are happening oh, okay. for the holiday season. So it, they have other shows throughout the, the U.S., and if that wasn't enough, what else? What other so, activations do you so have? So we have our Glacier Point. Um, Glacier Point is our outdoor lawn, and on the outdoor lawn we have ice tubing, ice skating, and ice bumper cars. And you can ice skate and ice tube, one-time entry for as long as you want. And then the ice bumper cars are one-time access, and the ride's about three to four minutes. Admission to these are separate. They are. So you can buy an ice ticket and just go experience ice. You can buy a Cirque Dreams Holidays ticket and just go experience that. Um, But we also have options to bundle. So if you bundle, you really bundle and save. So when you bundle, you can save 15, 20, 30% when you bundle things together. When we were talking earlier, each of your properties have different Christmas activations. Can you correct? Tell me so about that? all of the properties have ice. Each property has a different theme. So we are Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We have um, at our other properties we have Charlie Brown. We have um, the Polar Express, which is a new show for us this year. We have let's see Charlie Brown, Polar Express, uh, Rudolph here. Then we have the Grinch, and A Christmas Story. Wow. So those are the five that we have this year. Do they rotate? They rotate, yes. So um, Rudolph was at the Texan last year. It's with us this year. And um, we will find out probably early Q- Q1 um, what our show will be for next year, but look for us to announce our theme for next year at Christmas in July. If people want more information about this, where do they go? They can go to GaylordRockiesChristmas.com. And if that wasn't enough of your activations, you have more activations. You're going to have a Mistletoe Village. We do. Mistletoe Village is a space where there's quite a few different things that you can do in there. We have a Build-A-Bear workshop. We have photos with Santa. We have a gingerbread decorating corner. We have story time with Mrs. Claus. And then we have hot chocolate by Dunkin' Donuts. We have hot chocolate by (laughs) Dunkin', Auntie Anne's Pretzels, Cinnabon. And then we have about 5,000 square feet of retail space. Mm-hmm. So is it just, is it going to be Christmas themed artisans or is it just going to, you know, is it going to be other It'll things? It'll be Christmas themed. Yeah. So people can come and kind Absolutely. of get, Absolutely. Kind of like a Chris Kindle market type yes. of thing. Yes. And then you also have like little programs with Mrs. Claus. Yeah, Mrs. Claus, it is a 30 minute show with her and she reads stories and they sing songs and at the end of the performance they get a uh, hot, warm chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. and enjoy 
spending some time with Mrs. Claus. And can adults do that? If they... Adults can okay. as well, absolutely. <laughs> um, it, it really is geared toward children, mm -hmm. um, but adults do have to be with their children. Now, is there anything else going on at Christmas around here? So we do have our Christmas tree that will be in the Grand Lodge. We have light, which is making its second year appearance, and that is on the west lawn. That is complimentary, and you can walk through the light. There's some wind chimes. There's a, a large package that you can take a photo in front of. We also have a scavenger hunt. We have an escape room. So a lot of a lot of activities, really something for everyone. Well, you said something funny about the escape room. Explain to people about the escape room you'll have this year. So it's titled the Naughty or Nice Escape Room, and it's with Jack Frost. And you go in and you attempt to get your name off the naughty list so you can actually get out of the room. Well, is there one where you can attempt to get your name on the naughty list? Um, no, we <laughs> oh, don't have one of those. No, that's another room for <laughs> another time, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a little different. Is there anything else going on at Christmas? I think oh, I've the, how long is the glow? The walk, the what's it light? Called? Yeah, the light. Um, so everything opens on November twenty second, and ice and all of the other activations run through January fifth. Our last performance for Cirque Dreams Holidays is January fourth. How long is the physical length of light? Like, if you were to walk it, how long is it? You know, it depends on, on how long you want to stop and look at things or if you just want to walk through. It could be anywhere from 7 to 12 minutes or longer if you wanted to just, you know, stop and look at the different pieces of it. Are you ADA friendly? Yes, absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Even out, outside for light, there's mm -hmm. an a ADA path. Give your website one more time where people can get tickets and information and all that good stuff. GaylordRockiesChristmas.com Thank you to Dion French with Gaylord Rockies. I have been to some of the holiday events at the Gaylord Rockies. There is so much to do and see that we're actually going to go back and do the rest of the stuff that we didn't get on our first visit. For more information on the holiday events at the Gaylord Rockies, please visit GaylordRockiesChristmas.com. And thank you to Jane Buck with Visit Denver. To plan your holiday festivities, please visit milehighholidays.com. Mouthbowl is sponsored by CCF Documentation. Whether you want to train your employees or teach your customers how to properly use your equipment or product, or you are wanting to market your expertise to the world, online training is fast becoming one of the most sought-after forms of training in the business world today. Providing flexibility as well as consistency E-learning will get your new hires or customers trained faster and with less resources. At CCF Documentation, we provide customized e-learning solutions geared to proactively and efficiently train your employees or customers with measurable training outcomes. To maximize your training effectiveness, contact CCF Documentation at ccfdocumentation.com. If you would like to be a guest or you need any more information about anything that you've heard, feel free to contact me at mouthfulthepodcast at gmail.com. I am also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. You can also find me under Lori Lynn Barker under all of those platforms. With Mouthful, I'm Lori Lynn Barker. Stay fresh, cheese bags.